Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss Pinata, which is by Leopoldo Gout. It was published in 2023 via Tor Nightfire. Leopoldo Gout is a visual artist, author, filmmaker, and producer who was published who has published multiple books as far back as 1998. And I wrote this very quickly, so I don't have more information beyond that. Oh, and, and it's from Mexico and studied in London. I have that too. Uh, the plot of Pinata is Carmen decides to take her daughters on a working trip to Mexico over the summer. But in exploring their heritage, they end up with a bigger connection to the past than they ever planned as it haunts them all the way back to New York. So, Sarah, what did you think of the plot? Um, so, yeah, uh, plot, 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 plot. I mean, if you only look at the plot, it sounds interesting. Um, but don't know what to really say about it um, because I feel like most of my issues with this would fall under other categories. Um, although I guess the plot was very basic. It's very simple. Um, it could have been interesting, but it wasn't with the way that it was executed. And yeah, I mean, like we kind of discussed briefly last weekend, apparently this book is com like compared to Hereditary, which is perhaps one of the most boring movies I've ever had to sit through. Um, and I feel like that is actually a very accurate description or thing to say about this book, because this was also one of the most boring things I've had to sit through. So yeah, yeah, just, uh, I guess if you like Hereditary, you would perhaps enjoy this, but I cannot imagine it was very enjoyable. Well, actually, I think you guys both liked it, so. <laughs> I... I agree with you that the plot is like pretty like I don't know it's standard uh it very much makes me think of like the exorcist like but like just make it mexican <laughs> for, Even then for it wasn't of... like yeah it was like barely some flavoring but that it was just girl gets possessed and then has to be unpossessed yeah um and i i don't know that i like it for the plot um i wish it had stayed in mexico more for the plot i was kind of annoyed that they went back to new york but i think the the author just didn't know how to sustain that kind of level of trauma while on a trip it's my only assumption. Yeah, except nothing really, nothing that happened in the States couldn't have happened in Mexico, in the Mexico setting. Except I think he assumed, Other than like, the grandma or the mom. Yeah, the grandmother. Yeah. 
Um, but I think he assumed that like after a certain point, the mother would just go back. He he kind of set her up. About, I think it was more about um, the crossing of the border in order to to portray that within the story. Is, yeah, I think that's why that made because the two people, the two characters, illegally crossing the border. Yeah. Murphy. Oh, she's not yet. Don't. Not yet. But she is looking up. That's not a good sign. <laughs> well, he's not up on the shelf, so he's not going to knock off one of my picture frames and break the glass again. I can't have nice things because of cats. But you have nice things. They're called cats. Okay, no? sure. Okay. I tried. I have cuddly things. They are called cats. I don't know that I called them nice. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to think of what there is to say about the plot. I feel like that first chapter really set up like some solid potential for me and just didn't quite deliver to that same like oh, I intensity. Hated the first two chapters. No. You mean the description where it's back in the past or just the first two chapters no, from the, the main no, character? No, the first two chapters from the main character. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm yeah, talking the, about the, the prologue. Yeah, I, I don't consider that a chapter, but anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. You should have kept in like, that time period. It would have been yeah. more interesting, yeah. Or, or more of like flashing forward and back. I did like the ending in terms of, of going back to that time frame. Um. But yeah, I, I kind of expected more from the plot with that first opening chapter. Prologue. Sorry, prologue. Uh, Kim, do you have any thoughts to add to the plot? No, pretty much what you guys said. It's it's basic. I didn't dislike it. Um, like I said, I hated the first two chapters. I was I was not happy. <laughs> Um, those were just info dumps and it was just like good god if this is the entire thing i'm done um it was the entire thing yeah it 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 it, it adapted there was a whole chapter spent on the priest checking into a hotel going about his business none of it was relevant and then it ended with him just getting mur murdered so like basically there was no point <laughs> in even having him in there but we had to read all these sections with this useless man for no fucking reason, other than to show that the Christian, like, exorcism thing had no effect. Although he also did it poorly. So was it just his incompetence or was the spirit thing <laughs> unaffected by a different religion? I, I you think know? that went, I think that was more a testament. God, we're going to get into religious crap. I think that was more of a, a, a testament to the fact that the Catholic Church won't touch exorcisms now. Um, they're pretty... Uh, hesitant to touch um because of the fine line between mental illness and um possible possessions and it was even mentioned within the book is like is this mental illness is this is this an actual possession you know how do you know all of that is it girl uh, just getting her period yeah oh, don't even start <laughs> um but yeah i, I mean i and, will and say that point in the book, it the book almost lost me. 
Yeah, it was a male writer, right? Yeah. 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 When he finally was like, this seems like it's worse than a normal period. Maybe it's not really a period. I was like, okay, thank God. Because if you were trying to, like, have these women dismiss this gushing blood. <laughs> yeah. I was done. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. But, yeah, he was, I, I just got the impression that the writer was uh, trying to hit some tropes. Um when it comes to possession and exorcisms and all of that, and then spin his culture into it. And and that's fine. It's it's a choice. Okay then Kim, what do you rate the plot? Yeah, I I'd say just Did you say anything? I said six. Oh, I, didn't I heard anything either. <laughs> I, I heard. I I say I say. Shh. Yeah, I must have glitched. Same I thing apologize. here. So I was like, is she gonna say something? <laughs> is she gonna talk? Or are we just gonna hang here for a while? Sarah, um, looking only at the plot and none of the other elements, I will give it a five. Oh. Well, then on that case, I think I have to give it a six. I was going to give it a five, but like, I feel like I can't <laughs> rate it the same as Sarah. <laughs> okay, so who do we want to treat as our main characters? Do we want to do Carmen and the two daughters? Yeah. Does that work for you, Sarah? Yeah. Or do we feel like it should be Carmen and what's her name and not the daughter's? Who's what's her name? Yeah. Isolto. Uh, e e uh, I said that wrong. I know I you did. The, I can't... The slightly crazy one? Yeah. Yoltsi. Yoltsi. Do you want it to be Carmen and Yoltsi or Carmen and her daughters? I don't care. Sarah? I feel like the daughters are more main characters than Yoltsi. Okay. So Carmen and her daughters. Um, unequivocally, like before we start discussing this, these wrote like a man writing women, like yes, full as I mentioned in my Goodreads review. <laughs> that and a man, or not a man, a writer that isn't good at dialogue. Um, the the dialogue this is translated. I I don't care. It's very stilted. Um way too people don't talk in paragraph people talk True. in short sentences um they cut each other off they you know nobody sits and waits for somebody to i mean listen to us when we do these podcasts we cut each other off all the time i don't know what um, you're talking about yeah i know exactly <laughs> um so so it, it it didn't read smoothly yes there's probably lost in transition transition translation problems but um <laughs> it it was not good dialogue. No. But I don't know that dialogue was in, like... Okay. I don't I don't think dialogue was, like, a main foot goal here. As awful as that sounds. Um, we are talking I mean, about what? a visual artist. Yeah, what did you say? I said, I don't, I don't think dialogue was the goal, like, good dialogue. Oh. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, 
Well, we don't have visuals in this, so it's like you have to have good characters. Yeah, but he he wrote it like he was writing a movie. Well, and that's because I mean we looked up because if you look at the um, he's a he's a movie he's a movie maker. So yeah, yeah, it was an attempt at that. But I will say the first few paragraphs or chapters of like how much Carmen suffers for her daughters. Oh, fuck. It was overkill. Yeah. I was like, dude, is it, is it, and I I really want to understand when men write women this way, is it like pornographic to them? Like, do they really think we all sit there and think about how much we are suffering day to day? Yes, but not pornographically. I don't think it turns them on. I think they just think we whine a lot. I I don't know. I kind of wonder sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's worth I don't I don't think it's worth even entertaining it as a thought. It doesn't it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme it of just, things. I just wonder. Like I'm just like I don't I don't sit here and think about men in this capacity. Well, why don't like, you? What exactly are you describing? What do you mean, Sarah? Like, Sorry. I mean, it's been like two weeks, so I don't remember exactly what. Oh, just the to. you know, she had to raise her daughters all by herself, and you know, she she had to get her mother to help because her her significant other left, and he abandoned them to go have his own family, and it's so hard having two teenage daughters, and this one's so difficult, but this mm. one's so easy, and they don't know how to connect, and. Also, but, they're going to get kidnapped and murdered. Oh, yeah, and they're going to get valid kidnapped concern, and murdered. But, like, if you're that, that worried about it, then she wouldn't have brought them. Right. Yeah, exactly. And she was um, so obsessed with her children. That was, like, the only thing going on in her mind. Yeah. Which, like, the one thing, the one scene that stands out to me is when the scaffolding fell down directly in front of her. Her children, as far as she knows, were back in the office far away from this. And so, like... So, like people have gotten crushed it's right in front of her she could have gotten hurt but her first instinct is to run back to the office to check to make sure that no poles like flew 50 feet and impaled like the office or something i was like what the and, fuck and then when the kids are there she starts screaming at them it's just like if they're clearly standing in front of you <laughs> clearly they came to see what was happening because who wouldn't you hear a large crash bang boom <laughs> Who's not going to come investigate? I don't care if you're two in the vicinity or, of where your 12. mother is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no way you're just going to sit it's there. It's like, right? oh look, you just verified they're safe, but sure, yeah. go go yep. scream at them. Yeah, God. yeah, because that's how you know all mothers are. How could you not stay where you were safe and protected, where I told you to stay? Yeah, because that's how parents, mothers function. I won't, I won't defend men in this because men didn't appear in this basically hardly at all. <laughs> but yeah i just like and then and then she gets back and she just tolerates luna isolating herself oh. and i like and i don't know maybe everything. i was gonna say maybe my mom's just a no fucking give a shit kind of mother you would have been all up in our shit if we were just hiding in our room with crazy creatures and bugs and like oh like you just well, I, don't you know. Would... I don't know there's there's a room or two in this house that are a little 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 but little we're terrifying. adults now <laughs> we're adults now yeah. if we oh, had yeah, been no. teenagers acting like oh, that no you no, would have been no. you would not have put up with it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
You would have been like, what the fuck are you hiding? Or as soon as you're out of the house, I'm going to go look and find what you're hiding. Yeah. You would not have let us lock doors. No. Oh, God, your dad would have gone through the And she wasn't suspicious about Luna, like, running through airport security with her backpack. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Who was it that went through airport security with scissors in their bag? Was it you or Allie? Allie. Oh, God, it was hilarious. (laughs) It's like, Allie, why do you have scissors in your bag? But I just, I needed them. (laughs) You're going to commit murder on the plane? For the flight? Yes, for a flight. And it was post September 11th. They, and and oh my god, they unpacked her bag. It probably took 20 minutes. She had so much shit in her backpack. It was indescribable. It and was like, oh. It bless my so sister's heart. It was like she had grabbed the backpack and was like, I don't want to unpack all of this random stuff in here, so I'm just going to add what I need on yeah, top of the backpack and take it that way. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and one of the things was scissors. I'm like, well, Allie, your scissors are gone. They're not going to let you keep your scissors. They yeah, were like black it ones. I even think, yeah. I think they, they weren't even sharp. It's like, yeah. whatever. Have the scissors. We don't need the scissors. It wasn't like she had like cross stitching or crocheting or anything in there. Nope. Nope. Just scissors. She had scissors. Anyway, uh, random story. But, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't like Carmen. I just, I didn't. Mm-mm. Which I'm sure Sarah's sitting here going, why the fuck did you guys give this such a high rating if you didn't like the main character? Oh, I can answer why I liked it. But it has nothing to do with the characters. Yeah. Character, Sarah's just not going to engage. She's just going to stroke her dragon? I mean, it. you guys give things reviews and then when we talk about them... They don't always line up, so it's like whatevs, you know. I was more wondering what you're stroking. It looks like an oxalotl to me, but it's oh no, it is the dragon. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like Carmen. I did like Izel. Yes. Like of all the characters, she's the only one who seemed to act in a reasonable capacity. That I could understand. Yeah. She was annoying as fuck at the very beginning. But at least by the end of it, I was like, okay. At least one of you has some... Well, and she progressed. She, yeah. She went from annoying to, wait a minute. I'm an older sibling. I have a responsibility. I need to engage in that responsibility. She actually yeah. was probably the only character that had a progression in their development. Yeah. Um, yeah. To where I would think the author probably knew a teenage girl. And that's probably as close as the author comes to knowing women. <laughs> Sorry. That sounded creepy. Well, I can't address the details of it. I mean, you yeah. did see the picture of him in the book, right? No. Um, I didn't look at it. It's kind of a weird... I mean... No, Nothing wrong with the photo. It's just kind of an odd photo, but okay. I choose to do odd photos all the time. Um, yeah. It's just kind of funny. And then I, so <laughs> we're like weirdly making allegations without making allegations, <laughs> <laughs> which is not our intent. No, we're just no. like dissing on men writing women, not yeah, making no. awful assumptions about a human being. Yeah. Uh, 
I will say I was kind of, I was looking forward to Luna's progression and actually getting more detail of it. And I'm kind of mad that he like locked her away in a room and just didn't, didn't give us that. So that spiral, I actually wanted that spiral. I wanted to know what voices she was hearing, what kind of connection she was developing, but instead she was just like magically floating in the room upstairs and no one was doing anything about her. Just like, not existing while existing um and that kind of disappointed me i expected so much more from luna so much effort was made to describe her at the very beginning and then halfway through the book she just gets isolated yeah it's weird that he stopped doing things from her perspective because it's it's obvious that she's possessed it's not like he's not trying to hide that fact yeah and so we really should get those supernatural elements rather than just characters walking around and experiencing sudden ridiculous hallucinations that like go away the next second like that's not scary there's no tension there's no and so all this is just developing like off screen for the most yeah i would have rather experienced her like communing with ancestors you know the the old woman fueling her own internal rage like i don't know i I would have expected more but it seemed like more happened to carmen and others than it actually happened to luna And it's kind of disappointing. Yep. Any any other thoughts on our main characters? Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. Kim, what do you rate the main characters? Hmm. I'm going to give it a 4.5. 4.5? Okay. Yeah. Sarah? I'm going to go with a three. Okay. I'm going to go with a four. And it's really because, like, I hate when women sound like they've been written by Ben. It's like, I don't even notice that effect very much, but I definitely noticed it. you noticed it. So so that's, that's, that's saying something. Okay. So then we have our secondary characters, which is pretty much, uh, you'll see. All the casualties plus some others. What? Quatley, I can't Quatley, Quatley. I think it's Quatley. And Father Varen, yeah. Um, which once again, my poor heart Reached suffers from secondary character syndrome. But who could you possibly get attached to? I actually really liked Quatley, and I thought he and Carmen were going to end up in a relationship. I will be honest. I hoped for a relationship between the two of them in the very beginning, but then it, yeah. then it, it was probably about half, well, I don't know, because I don't have content. I don't know how big the books are. In, yep. And so I say halfway through, I have no idea. Um, I realized he was cannon fodder pretty pretty early on. He was going to go by the wayside. Um, and it made me sad. Went on the road trip. Yeah. Because, like, he was a great balance between spirituality and practicality i think he was a great balance i think of all the characters present yeah i think he was just kind of feeding in into yoltsy's what he felt were uh i don't want to say delusions but that's the only word no because he seemed to 
he supported her point of view. He didn't believe yeah. her point of view. That's true. And so I, I don't I don't view that as as being. I, I said of the characters present, like there was. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. be, let's let's be realistic here. You're not reading this book because you're rooting for particular characters. This is me like grabbing at. It's so funny. You want to know who my favorite secondary characters, and you didn't even mention him, and I don't even know his name. The boyfriend. I thought the boyfriend was awesome. Josh. Oh, Josh. Yeah, I thought he was awesome. He he was like, this is what men are supposed to behave like. You don't yeah. look at your girlfriend or your wife like they're insane because they're saying some crazy shit. You say, okay, let's let's deal with this situation. And then you do everything you can to support. And so, yeah, yeah. I I thought for a short, hot minute he was going to die and I was going to be really mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't kill the boyfriend. But anyway, yeah. he was my favorite character. Fair, fair. No, he was definitely like... Again, uh, oddly enough, Izel and Josh were like the most stably written characters. Mm -hmm. Like, across the board. Uh, I didn't hate Father Vernon. Ben, Ben, Veron, Veron, Veron. 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 What's it? Veron, yeah. I like, I felt like there was wasted potential there. Again, I really wanted more of the first chapter i was like oh man we've still got a catholic priest we're gonna you know watch him absolve the sins of his predecessors and like try to fix things and then he just died and i was like well nope he ain't doing that yeah yeah i really enjoyed again that whole chapter about him getting off the plane talking about his philosophy philosopher friend or whatever who he had discussions with and all this which all amounted to fucking nothing because man got murked by a demon in his hotel room so yeah. yep just and i fully recognize i have a soft spot because i love the actor who played the priest in the exorcist show oh I, the I'm exorcist show yeah, show yeah um, and I love, I love Midnight Mass, which again has a priest. Kind of losing shit, uh, which is great because he brought back a vampire for them to worship. <laughs> so, like, I'm, I'm always willing to give the potential to priests and their fuck ups in case they're interesting. But it was such wasted potential with this. Such wasted potential. Um. Okay, so Sarah, not that I think you care one way or the other or even thought about it, do you think Yoltsi actually made it or do you think she was dead when she helped them? Who? Yoltsi. Oh, Yoltsi. I think she was still alive. Really? I think she was dead. I think that was her spirit. I don't think she ever actually made it to New York. I don't know. The guy was pretty explicit with the rest of his writing as to what happened with characters. So, like, the fact that he doesn't explicitly say she was dead, that she just wandered off. I don't know. Why would she fucking just wander off? I mean, she's dead Why either way. Why does any of these women characters do what they do? <laughs> Got a point there. <laughs> fair, fair. I don't know. I, I like to believe that she died and, like, her spirit was driven to continue to help them. And so 
she showed up, did her part, and then... I feel like if she'd been a spirit, she would have been more helpful. Um, and she would have gotten there faster, personally, you know. No longer tethered to the earth, she could just... See, that's the thing, is, like, the concept of time in this book was so... so weird. Yeah. I could not track concept of time. So I don't know how much of things were, like, taking place, like, pretty closely after they left, or... Yeah, because the mom was in a coma for, like, a month, wasn't she? Or longer? Yeah! And that was after? Yeah. 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 And then they, no. they were only supposed to be there for the a, a few weeks in the summer, but I remember. Yeah. yeah, it like like time was kind of skewed. Okay, so anything else about the secondary characters? Mm-mm. No, Sarah. Okay, Sarah, what do you rate the secondary characters? Uh, I guess a four, because again, okay. Josh and Ezel were at least. Like I love a, how you guess on your number. Like it was almost like I'm gonna predict that I'm gonna give it a four. Did I give it a four? What? Did I, I know. Like, I think she was guessing your number. I don't know. No, no, no. I was saying Sarah sounded like she was guessing her number. Oh. Like, like you were playing like Wheel of Fortune or something, where you were just oh. <laughs> guessing what you thought it would be. Like I was gonna magically reveal it to you. Hi, Murphy. Uh, Kim. Is Kim Can I lose everyone? Or... Middle daughter in what? Oh. <laughs> You're back. You were frozen back. there. Connection is unstable. It says. So. What was your number? To... I hadn't gotten there yet, but I'm going to give him the oh, seven okay. because I actually like the secondary character. So. Okay. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna give them a six because I I did actually like I liked them better than the main characters. And then your guys' favorite category. Plausibility. Absolutely plausible that people get um, possessed by ancient. Um, Is this sarcasm? Hmm, me? No, I wouldn't do no. that. Of course not. Mm-mm. I hate this category. Okay. That as much as I'm going to say about it. it is absolutely <laughs> not plausible. So, and and the time framing is not plausible. Them yeah. getting across the the border is not plausible in in the way that they did, um, and and her, her go, getting like across the entire the United desert. States by herself. Yeah, her getting across the in, yeah. entire United States when she can barely. I mean, okay, I'm not judging. Not speaking English, people can manage without speaking uh, the the local. Like how she read directions and stuff. Yeah, but um, and, but and, I like, have been, and how much yeah, money did she I've have in, in her Japan. pockets that they didn't find when they captured her? Like, yeah, yeah, it it was yeah, completely yeah. not plausible. But it's not intended to be plausible. That's I mean, so how do you rate? Well, I'm like ignoring the spirit, the spiritual or the supernatural elements because it's like whatever. We're just assuming that those are reality in the book. Right. But it's like you would still expect the characters. They should still be written in a way that their actions are plausible for the plot to yeah. progress. Because if you just ignore reality, you end up with like this kind of thing where it's like, I don't know how much time is passing and I don't know how well, she and, got there. And and it's it's kind of like because I'm gonna I'm gonna say the plausibility on this was not strong. Cause it's like 
Really? Carmen is working as an architecture, but like she doesn't have the balls to stand up in this men's world and be like, fuck you, no. And like also it didn't even matter because like that storyline just dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So I just looked at something really quick. The writer it says hails from Mexico City and he studies in London. And and it just occurred to me this writes to somebody who does has not doesn't have a concept of how long it would take to get from Texas to New York. To New York. New York, yeah. I used to work for a travel agency, kind of, an airline, in when we lived in Guam. And people would call Guam, and they'd say, I'm going to go visit my daughter, so fly me into San Francisco. And I'd say, okay, where does your daughter live? Well, she lives in L.A. How are you going to get from San Francisco to L.A.? Well, I'll just get a car. You know, I'll, 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 I'll get a taxi. And I'm like, you... you six hours minimum to get from san yeah. francisco to la or they would say york and then i'm gonna visit my my children in la my dad drove Wait. that in three days without stopping without they literally did not they want to land in they new changed, york they want to land yeah. in new york and visit their child in los angeles because they people just people really have no concept of how vast the united states is and the fact that you can't go into one city and just be at the next city in most yeah. cases the northeast but you can a little is, bit but whoosh, not really. and it's like particularly looking at say london it, it is so the opposite of being in europe where you can be in paris one one two hour one hour and then two hours later be in london mm-hmm. or you can fly from london down to italy in like what it was an hour i think uh i think it was an hour maybe a little bit more might have been closer to two hours Germany was like 45 minutes five minutes yeah 45 yeah yeah and so people don't get that 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 is san francisco to oregon is 45 minutes flying yeah but anyway so yeah i was across the country is six hours just flying yeah that portion of this plausibility it really it reads as if somebody who doesn't, and I don't know if he's ever been in the United States. Obviously, I don't know that, but um, yeah. Well, and, and the other thing Texas that to New York is not an easy feat. No, well, and the other thing that like I kind of question the plausibility on is how Luna was handled in her school in terms of the being the bullied and no one doing anything. And then like, she's suspended, but like, then these boys are killed and like, there aren't police all up in their shit because the boys that she was. Why, and why the boys were, she killed those boys. Why would that even know. remotely occur to anybody? They were in a car accident and, and, and some such other thing. What does she have to do with that? Just because she, she acted weird in school right before it happened. It was so stupid. But like, but like the entire thing was so weird. Mm-hmm. That I question the possibility of that entire portion of it. Yep. And again, her not eating for potentially what a month. It kind of gave off the implication that she stopped eating for a month. Yeah. No. Hopefully, she did. was drinking water during that time. I don't think so. It was it was so weird. So yeah, I I'm gonna fully tank this. Into, that that falls into exorcism pro that in and in she's spiritually sustained by the rage of the spirit except for the fact that in a lot of like exorcism because oddly enough i've watched a lot of exorcism movies and read a lot of exorcism like they don't just like come out of the exorcism and are like their cheery fine selves again oh no 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 
No. I mean, and that's it the was, whole I feel like they don't the usually last like of Michelle, over a month. Her name was. Yeah. Oh, yes. They usually take longer than a month, but it's still like, I don't know. I, I got to fully tank this on the plausibility. I just, the plausibility was not great. Well, obviously, I mean, I would just say that even just the mundane actions of the characters and how they, again, the ladies especially. Yeah. From a woman's perspective, it was all, it felt very implausible. Oh, that was the other yeah. thing that irritated the shit out of, out of me about the um, female lead was her bitching about her male co-workers. And, and understand, I work with men. And some of them are misogynistic. Like, good God, that is not the, the, the thought of every minute of every day that every interaction I have with them might be some nefarious plot to take out my life. Sorry. No, you know what took me out of it? The full chapter about the dishwasher. The what? There was an entire chapter where she obsessed about the fact how she liked being at the place in Mexico, but it didn't have a dishwasher. A dishwasher. And I was just yeah. like, dude, I've gone and stayed in multiple places. And guess what? I usually was responsible for helping with the dishes, depending on where we are at. And I don't ever once remember looking at a place and being like, oh, God, there's no dishwasher. I'm going to suffer. It didn't become like an entire chapter in my head about the ways I missed a dishwasher. Again, I think that's somebody not from America uh, kind of viewing I, I think that was more of a dig on Americans than it was on um, anything else and know. how we have such amenities. It just took me out live, so hard. Yeah, can't live without them. <laughs> okay. And, and for all of that, I'm going to go first and I give the plausibility a three. <laughs> like it didn't massively hurt me, but like it was not great. Kim. Just a second. I want to look at what two says i can't read it maybe some stuff that wasn't quite as bad as the rest of it like if it had redeeming qualities to it or it really could not get any worse yeah i'll i'll stick with the three also it just kind of sucked <laughs> sarah um I mean, going, I don't they like, go low, I gotta go really low. <laughs> like, I wouldn't say it hurt me. It did annoy me. Um, I'm just, I'm gonna give it a 2.5 because I'm torn between those two numbers. Okay, that's acceptable. The ending. And all we had to do was burn that spooky pot. The end. <laughs> Yoltsi was just going to magically walk away and we're never not going to know what happens to her. The end. I mean, if she is alive, she's going to have a hard time, but right? good luck. She's got to get back across the border. I don't know how she's going to do that. With zero If she's even going to do that. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. That's, she, I, I think she she's dead. She walked even, into the snow I, with bare feet. I yeah, no, I think she's dead. I think I think she died. I think in the border. I don't think she. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she made it past that. I think yeah. we have all those events going on while she's crossing in the while she's in the desert and hiding and and whatnot. This is a good look for me. I should do this all the time. Um, 
She's covering think, herself with a blanket. Yeah. Just to be blanket. clear for anyone wondering. What Almost the look none is. like it kind of it kind of works with the theme. I kind of look like a, a nun. Um <laughs> it's a very but, non-traditional yeah, no. habit. <laughs> <laughs> have words. But no, I think she died in the desert. So um yeah. no, it was a lot of it was it was very stereotypical exorcism type tropes. Yeah. And you know, you got to make two choices when you write an exorcism. Do you stick with what's already been written hey, or do you try to create something new? Um, creating something new rarely works. Um, what are you doing? Torturing that poor cat. Uh, and and this, this writer tried to stick with some of the typical tropes and it, it just came across as relatively boring. Yeah. I, so I think the only thing for me that I liked about the ending was getting to know what happened to the girl in the prologue. That's the only thing that stuck with me is is what happened to the girl in the prologue where she found others like her and she managed to survive and the implication that this culture managed to continue to exist simply because some people knew how to... Murph, will you go... simply because they they knew how to kind of find each other and just stay under the radar so it didn't completely die off so i i liked that component of the ending sarah's got a yes. question yes it's kind of unfortunate then if you do think of yoltsi as having died that like the two prominent characters that were Pissed you know off. left over from this culture were killed off during the story so now there's i mean presumably there's others that just aren't in the story well, they're not like the two last ones but it's still like that's a well, shit deal what i hated was like Zell was kind of indicated that they were of that heritage based off of what the name the father wanted and then the way luna looked but like there was never any like yes you are one of them it was just you're american you you have no connection to your past whatsoever um you weren't picked because there's something about you that drew the rage of your ancestors you just found a pinata well it wasn't just finding a pinata supposedly the little one and i can't remember her name at the moment but luna was uh, a pure soul and so they were yeah able to easily access her again a trope in yeah yeah i didn't i didn't love that part but i did like finding out what happened to the girl in the prologue i really was in it for the girl in the prologue and i was so mad that that didn't come back more often any other yeah, thoughts on I the ending i would have i would have liked to have stayed in mexico and um I don't know. Ex, ex, yeah, I would just like to have stayed in Mexico more, but yeah. Well, and so this is completely sidetracking for a moment. I know someone. It's really cool, actually. So when I was working at one of the libraries that I used to work at, there was a fiber arts group, and one of the younger women who come every week, who I'm now friends with, um she would come with her mother and her grandmother 
And her grandmother is actually a professor who travels to the United States because she's one of the few people who still actively speaks the indigenous language of their region. And so she comes to the United States in order to do lectures in regards to the linguistics. That's cool. Yeah. And so, like, I really wanted, like, I don't know. I I wanted to see that embracing of the culture, the furthering of the culture, this idea of the thriving of that kind of knowledge in those discrete ways. Um, Because now my friend, she she's trying to to learn how to speak the language because she doesn't speak it fully. So she's trying to figure out how to read and speak it because she wants that to continue to be a thing for her family. Um, And it was funny because I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to read this book. And well, she's like, oh, yeah, pinata. It's it's not. It's not just a Spanish word. It's it's actually I'm going to say this wrong. I think is how they said it in the book. They talked about the language it was. And she was telling me that there's regions and all that kind of stuff. Um, And so regions change how they say things. But yeah, that's it. That was my sidetrack. I just wanted to share that. Um, I wanted more of that in this. Is This awareness that this culture has... What are you doing, Kim? Oh, that's your necklace. Playing with my necklace. Oh, okay. Um, any other thoughts, guys, on the ending? Mm-mm. Sarah? Are you asking my rating or my thoughts? Either one. Because <laughs> I don't really have any other thoughts that haven't already been discussed. Um, so in terms of rating, I will just give it a three. Okay. Kim? I'm gonna go with a five point five. I'm gonna go with a five point five as well. Mechanics. Bad. Yeah, I think we've already <laughs> slaughtered the mechanics. I don't know if we want to really, really so dig into bad. Poor character writing. No character development. Dialogue the horror elements awful. were just not there. Just like throwing things that sounded scary at the wall and just having them pop up and then go away. Like no tension, no suspense, no reason to care yeah. about the characters except Josh because he was, of course, the MVP. The but yeah. and it's probably the the character that that the author wrote himself into. Yeah, it's self insert or whatever. Realistically behave if he were a teenage boy with his first love. I I will say some of the descriptors I liked. But again, I think that came from like I could visualize it because it was clearly coming from a cinematic perspective. Um but yeah, otherwise I agree with you guys on most of it like mechanic wise, it was not I don't know, it wasn't even like awful, it just wasn't awful done to me, it just wasn't strong. Writing. It was just Yeah. It was like a screenplay that he really just threw a lot of extra text in to make and it forgot like to you know write the dialogue <laughs> <laughs> okay sarah how do you rate oh go ahead no no you're gonna no. say something 
I was just thinking like how he would probably think like this exposition could be a dialogue paragraph instead. So just yeah. put some quotes around it. Yep. Uh, so what do you rate the mechanics, Sarah? <laughs> what are our other sections that we still have left? Predictability, emotional reaction, readability, and style. Oh, I really don't know. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, is the intense and painful boredom that I experienced, was that because of the mechanics or the style? Or, would or that the readability. readability? Or would it fall under all three? Like, I'm just not quite sure where to, you know, assign that because it definitely will affect Just go my with rating. your gut instinct um i'm gonna give it a two lead in there we go <laughs> it happened at least once uh... <laughs> kim what your rating oh <laughs> you said it in the same tone as you would say yeah. it's an angry cat <laughs> <I'm> like... yes <laughs> You deal with the cat. She's in your room, not mine. Um, I said it that way because I'm watching her fuss with shit. And I have nothing to throw at her. The fact that you discuss throwing things at a cat every episode is kind of... I'm sure they're lightweight upset. objects. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Fair, it's like, cotton balls like, and whatnot. Yeah, it is. Like stuffed animals. It's never anything with significant heft to it. It's just like... I give it Something a three. So threaten her. Three. Okay. Three. I give it a four. Generous. Ah, you don't get the toy. You don't get rewarded for coming off of the place I didn't want you in the first place. You 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 do realize that's not how you okay anyway. Well, mostly it's because I can't play and discuss a podcast at the same time. Okay. <laughs> It's the only way I can get her to get away from things I don't want her at without, you know, it being right. violent. So you should reward her by playing for a little while I... because she left where you didn't want her. Fine. The weird swishing sound is a cat a toy being flicked in mouth. I don't think it comes through. No, I'm not hearing it. A little bit, but okay. not much. Anyway. All right. Is it any worse All than right, the next... shower that's going on in my room? I can't hear the shower in your room. Oh, okay, frack. we're good to go. Fuck. 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 Well, fuck. That backfired. Yeah. Murphy okay, knocked my stuffed animal. Okay. She's been rewarded. Well, now Murphy wants to play. Well, punish him. Well, was he doing anything that's worth rewarding? So, if not. <laughs> you don't get to be rewarded because Leiden was being evil. <laughs> Oh, sorry, Daenerys. I just hit you with a stuffed animal by accident. Okay. <laughs> I am unpredictable. Predictability, Kim. Oh, it it read like every exorcism thing I've ever read ever, and I've read more than my fair share of exorcism, and watched Same. more than my fair share of exorcism movies. Yeah, it. Same. Mm -hmm. Same. Yeah. yeah. Sarah. Very yep. Textbook exorcist plot line. Now, is that no good? Surprises. Is it, is it no surprises. No. So it's a 10. I mean, well, 
<laughs> it doesn't help the story. So like, no, I would it doesn't. It a lower score was, for being would... too predictable. Okay. I would say the only thing that I I really hadn't predicted, and that was probably more because I didn't want to see it coming, is um, Quaddle. Quaddle. However, his yeah. name is said dying before they got to New York. I think that was the only thing. Oh, and Father Verone, like, dying before he could even help them. <laughs> I was I like, why? Were... Why were you in this story? <laughs> I think those two things were a little unpredictable, but I don't know that it was good unpredictable. As opposed to just kind of like strange unpredictable yeah so. at no point was there ever a scene where i was like oh this is an interesting way to do this i didn't really see that coming or you know where you're like oh i think this is going to happen but i'm not sure and then it does happen to so get that payoff but like no it was yeah, just like no oh wow yep that's that's what usually happens. I feel like Sarah is convincing me down off of my enjoyment of this book. <laughs> well, you know what? What I liked about the book isn't going to come through in our rating systems at all. So we need yeah. like, a category for bonus points at the end where we can just assign extra points for like liking a book. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Like, extra credit. <laughs> extra credit yeah. column. I don't even know what I would call that extra credit other the extra, extra fucking credit, credit. bonus points like extra times. fucking extra credit, credit. <laughs> okay i will consider whether or not we will have an extra fucking credit category i mean because okay, i feel cool, like too cool. there's a lot of times where we like a book but then as we go through but, the one by one sections exactly, it comes out to be are, like 50 something points out of 100 and and it and that's that's valid in in when you're looking at a book and when you're when you're critiquing a book is you're going to focus on the things you're critiquing did you just hit yourself in the face <laughs> i am laughing because leaden got in the way of where i didn't want her and so i had to you know flick the toy back and forth and she's just like leaping halfway up like i can see her poking up over the top of my computer because she's oh, okay. jumping that high from the ground and so i was laughing and trying to hold in the laughter dude if you attack my back i will murder you but anyway, so I think because the premise of all of this is we are critiquing these books. So, of course, it's going to kind of highlight the critique. There's very rarely that we're reading these books and just like, oh, my God, everything was perfect um, or even really good. So, yeah, kind of, I don't know. We've had a couple of books that way. Yeah, that was some pretty high scores. OK, so what? Sorry, I'm very distracted. Oh, what do you rate predicted? No, we're not on predictability. What are we on? Yeah, we are. We are on predictability. We are still there. We have not. Oh, fuck. Kim, what do you rate predictability? 5.5. 5.5? Okay. Sarah? Um, I, mm, like a two. A two? Okay. I just snorted into the microphone. Uh, I give it a five. Like, it's mid-ground. Okay, then we have emotional reaction. Hmm. And yes, Sarah, we know what your emotions were. Why the fuck am I doing this? 
that was your emotional reaction no my fucking reaction was my god this could not get any more boring and then it would <laughs> give me wartime flashbacks to hereditary <laughs> okay I'm like have you guys seen that movie no no it's apparently two hours and like seven minutes long, but it literally feels like it's seven hours. I saw it once in the theaters. Someone fell asleep in the first like 10 minutes, snored very loudly through at least half of the movie before getting up and leaving. And like the whole time I was just jealous that I too was not asleep because <laughs> it was so boring. And I feel like the entire theater felt that way too, because it's like you could practically feel like they weren't mad at the guy snoring. Sometimes people would chuckle. And I think like, it just you got the sense that they were all kind of like on the same page with this guy, like yeah. Fucking a cat. Yep. Amberly. She is sitting on the fucking bag of food trying to break her way into it while I sit here. Anyway. Perhaps you should move the food to a less accessible location. I didn't put the food on my bed and I needed to get on the computer to record a podcast. Just put a blanket over it. She burrows. Thank you. Okay, so hereditary was bad. This made Sarah feel like she was back in hereditary and she wished she could be sleeping and snoring through the book slash movie. Did I get that right? What's the subject again? What's the subject again? I mean, I, I would have just liked to have not been reading Emotional it, reaction. But, you know. Oh, emotional reaction. Thank you. Sarah, when was the last time you wanted to read something we're reading? Let me see what we've done recently. Well, you know, This Is Our Place was my pick, so I did want to read that book. Um, but not including that Did you that enjoy one. that? I did enjoy that book. You guys were the ones that didn't like it. Oh, okay. Um, I also picked Darkness Outsiders, which you guys did not enjoy, but I enjoyed that book, so I looked forward to that one. Uh, and then there's... Which book are we I, going to be doing in the future that you're looking forward to then? Let me read out future picks. I mean, Camp Damascus is my pick, so like, I'm interested to see what that one will be like. Um, okay, what non-you picked are you interested in reading? Let me clarify. Lead in. I, I don't really know that cat. I'm gonna hurt you. if this list is accurate. Um, it is not. It has changed. I guess Iron Flame I'm interested in since oh, okay. Fourth Wing was interesting. Uh, other than that. About Warrior Girl Unearthed. I don't know. It'll probably be interesting like to Fire read. Like Firekeeper's Daughter. Yeah, I know, but firekeeper's daughter i wasn't excited about i just ended up liking it um so i'm sure i'll probably end up liking this one too i just don't really have the anyway let's 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 focus emotional reaction kim you want me to talk about it or just give you a number <laughs> whichever you would prefer i mean i haven't given a number so you should talk about it i should talk about it so I, you know what i'll just go here there were aspects of this book that i liked I liked the cultural stuff. Um, I liked learning about the differences in 
Mexican cultures and the fact that there's such a wide variety of them. Um, not something I knew. So it was cool. I, I did learn something new coming through this book. Um, I wish it had been more of that. Same. Yeah, there's a lot of it. I wish it would have been. But so I like that. So I guess we'll put that under emotional reaction. And that's where my overall rating when I rated the book in Goodreads was, I think I gave it a four. Um, but we've also discussed the fact that I very rarely give anything less than a four. Um, so I think actually you gave this it. a three. Did I give it a three? I don't remember. One of you guys pretty sure so. gave it a three. And I'm I think sure I gave it a four. Gives them too many points. So I'm sure. Yeah. I don't remember what I gave it. So you gave it a okay. three. Amberly gave it okay. a four. Okay. So for me, the emotional reaction was, and I fully, like, I, I have proof of this via story graph. When I listen to a book, I like it better than if I were to read it. And I think with this, because I was listening to it as I was driving and I had other Do things not. to, like, get me through the harder points of the book in terms of, like, the long expositions, I enjoyed it. I I was hopeful for it. I was curious about it. I really, like, I wanted, I think my favorite scene in the entire thing was actually the children's party. Where she she goes and goes off, and like, if it had sustained that scene throughout, I think I would have absolutely loved this. Like that, that, like I don't know, like was the best scene to me. I don't know if either of you remember it. Yeah, I remember it. She gets lured into the shed. Like the weirdest hallucination ever happens, and then it ends. Like. Again, I did not like how he wrote these really, not hallucination because, I mean, obviously yeah. there was something going on, but I really didn't like how he tried to do these because they just did not come off as scary to me. They just came off as like, I don't know. I don't even know. Like just spectacle for the sake of spectacle. Like, again, if he was writing a movie, he would want to do all these cool visuals, but it didn't. Yeah. It wasn't scary. Well, it didn't mean anything to me. I didn't. I don't. Well, one, I don't think other than the luminous dead i don't think a book has ever actually scared me i don't get scared by books like full on i've thought about it like people talk about horror books and like oh my god did you read this and how terrifying and i'm like no that did not scare me um i think as we previously discussed with the one book where the number counting and not the harvesting of organs <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't think I found that scene scary. It felt the most organic. It was the least weird parent Carmen could be because she wasn't obsessing over her daughter. She was just trying to like navigate an awkward social situation. And then Luna's doing something and it's like, oh shit, Carmen, you need to be paying attention. Something's happening. And she didn't realize something had happened. And then we have Izel just trying to be a teen. Like, it was like the most organic moment in the entire thing. And I wish that organicness had been there with the rest of it. 
It was like the closest he got to writing female characters in a believable capacity. <laughs> As people. On all three of them. <laughs> like, yeah. on all three of them. Carmen felt legitimately like a woman. Mother. Worker. Zell felt like a moody teenager who just was trying to navigate socialization. And Luna felt like a curious kid. Now, granted, I will say Luna seemed like she read, at least audio-wise, she sounded much younger than she was. Um, at times, it felt like he was writing her way younger than she was. Which is I could not for most writers. Most writers can't yeah. write children. I, I would have put her, starting at the book, I thought she was somewhere between the ages of six and nine. Um, but she's close to Rex's age, isn't she? Cause she's like, yeah, cause well... She, yeah, I think so, because she started middle grade or something. I, I think she is Rex's age. Um, and she didn't quite read like that. But that still, like, that that moment was probably the most organic. And and so there were moments that I enjoyed it. Because um, we're on emotional reaction. And I cared about what happened to the characters, but it, like, got really weird and it was hard to care about the characters at times. So, like, yeah, that's my... My gauge on it, I'm just going to say, like, I would have given it probably a, I would have given it, I'm giving it a six. <laughs> uh, what about you, Sarah? One. One. Kim? Um, we'll go with 4.5. Mm -hmm. 4.5. Okay. All right. Readability. Oh, like, God, Oli. Yes, Sarah, we know. I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate because it's so thin, so you don't think you're getting into trouble, but then you open it, and it's just, like, small text, smallest, like, page breaks, or, like, just spacing between yeah. the paragraphs. Very minimal. And then it's just blocks of paragraphs, and it's like, holy jeez, this is, like, twice as long as it actually looked like from the outside. <laughs> I wouldn't know I was listening to it. Yeah, this is one of those cases where I don't like audiobooks because I just can't focus on someone else like reading something for me. But I wouldn't have lost anything by just doing an audiobook instead. Okay, um, but can we talk about how gorgeous that cover art is? It's yes. so unfair that it's such a beautiful <laughs> yes, cover, is. and it's like it this is, is going to be such a cool book. And they, you know, it's that whole thing judging a book by its cover, but like probably the inverse of how that's supposed to be taken because it's like. Look how amazing the cover is. And then it's just, look at how fucking average this fucking book is. Just not even average, oh, like below man. average. What's funny is though, all the reviews mention that cover. All, like, it's any, stunning. It's the best quality. It is, it is. It is stunning. It is beautiful. I keep, because I, you know, I have my, my Kindle here and, and I keep popping back to the cover because I enjoy looking at the cover. And, but again, it, it, the cover makes you think you're going to be talking about this culture's heritage. I don't know how to say that sentence in a, in a good comeback. Way, but... uh, you know what? It, it, I thought this was going to be about a culture's comeback and it just shredding the oppression that it experienced. Yeah. Like just I brutal. think it's just like, colonizer was even used in there, and it's just yeah. like we're well, not going to actually address the fact that 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 there's a colonizing thing here, and that and that 
in in yeah, why, it's like spirit didn't like go after we're, like the we're actually oh, at my internet yeah, no 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 go ahead i i glitched so but yeah it, it was disappointing yeah it, it like like that cover was gorgeous and i thought oh man we're gonna see about you know catholicism you know overtaking this area or we're gonna examine you know abandoning your heritage to go to another country or like like so much potential and instead i felt like i just he just wanted to write gruesome scenes and they weren't even gruesome yeah yeah and the prologue like you know there's that whole thing the boy gets killed the girl gets chased into the forest and that the spirit comes and like goes after the i think he's a he's a priest or priest yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like you think it's like revenge so you would think that when it's like reawakened at the construction site that it would go after like the construction work um Mm -hmm. and like especially like the white guy who replaced carmen which they took pains to mention it's just this white republican dude right and then it's like he's in one scene afterwards and it's never addressed again yeah and it's like the spirits just instead it's possessed luna and it's just like killing some kids and just yeah you're up some trouble with these people (laughs) like even when when it kills father verone i'll be like i kind of didn't hate father verone but it wasn't satisfying Like, I swear to God, Amber, halfway through every sentence, you get distracted by a goddamn cat. Get back over here and finish your sentence. Now. On the fucking laundry basket again. Which is why I had to buy a new laundry basket in the first place. Um, But, like, it wasn't satisfying. Like, I was ready for, like, Father Verone to at least, like, get, like, tortured more like but even then it's like it doesn't feel like he really deserves it because no. he's not even like i don't know he it's wasn't even like he, a seedy he, priest he was just enacting like he was just overseeing the construction like it was like yeah. what, what or payoff even, is there to this made him like a smug asshole just like super secure in his beliefs and it's like oh yeah this yeah. can't touch me or whatever and then it just fucking wrecks him then you get some like satisfaction there but instead it's just like this guy who's like well I'll do the best I can. I'm not quite sure, but you know, we'll see what happens. And then it's and like he's accepting you for the others. And yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is the payoff here, man? Yeah. What is the payoff? Um. Yeah, the only bad people who any of that are the bullies, and they're just kids. I'm like, holy I know. shit, man. I mean, I know they're racist and like pimples, but they just grew up. Yeah, viciously killed. Like I, I feel like it... how two of them died. I don't remember how the third one, the okay, sign one... guy, the kid in the jeep, and the guy who got shot. But I don't remember the fire. Oh yes, <laughs> the to the fire. point where he was burned so much that his family thought he had run away. They couldn't find his bones. No, that's a hell of a yeah. fire. That's yeah, a child. fire. You know how hot it has to be in order Extremely. to actually, yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm not sure any of that was emotional reaction, but I I feel like it was stuff we needed to discuss. Are we still on emotional yeah. reaction? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so Sarah, what do you give for emotional reaction? I 
Why? Oh, no, no, readability. We're on readability. Oh, okay, Ooh. I was like, I thought I gave it a one. I was like having yeah. some extreme like deja vu moment there. I was like, wait. Sorry, I'm, I'm oh, getting readability. hungry. Readability. Okay. I will give it a there. two because I feel like it could get worse. It could be like hair of the ninth worst, like lengthwise, lengthwise, lengthwise. That's like a say, lot of pages. No fucking way. This is better than Harrow. None. Well, no way. Don't. It's shorter. No. <laughs> so. It's shorter. Oh my god. Mm. Mm. I will say the like Damn, readability and everything was much worse in this book than Harrow. So. Okay, finally, something positive for Harrow. It only took <laughs> however many episodes. <laughs> readability, Kim. Oh, a number. Yes, please. Um, yeah, 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 uh, you know what? I have to go with the two. Okay. Those first two chapters just about killed me. I I give it a four point five. Style. Mm. This guy had no style other than not being able to yeah. write a normal novel in a normal way. And he just wanted to copy every exorcism that ever came before. Yeah. 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 It it tried a, a little again, it's a choice. Yeah. But... It tried too hard to read like watching a movie. And I and there are certain there are certain books that do that and like the story they are telling works. And then there are other books where it's like what you are trying to do is counter to the type of story you're trying to tell. And I feel like if you're telling an exorcism, less is more. Like I've, I've read some pretty, pretty solid ones. There's actually Simone St. James does one. That's really good. Um, And again, it falls under that, like less is more. Sometimes you cut the scene before giving all the details away. Instead of just visually reenacting what you've seen before in a movie, but in words. Yeah, I mean, I guess some of his visuals were clunky, but I also feel like he did kind of skim over stuff, but not in a good way. Not in like a keeping the mystery alive sort of thing. Just like a not quite sure what to say here. So I'm going to throw in some filler and then just we'll cut to a different scene. It'll be fine. You know, insert black moths here. Oh my god, that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> they just they can't be scary. Like, I'm sorry, but this guy totally failed to make black butterflies scary. Maybe there's a way to do it, but there is a scene in a um X-Files episode where they have butterflies that the wings are razor sharp and can slice. And it's it's not scary except for you're like in, in the the characters encased in a room and can't get out and they come through the duct systems. I swear that's where this writer took that from. It's straight out of X-Files. I mean, where else would you come up with it? Well, I mean, I if know. the black butterfly is a recurring thing in that culture, then possibly maybe. Let's see here. Amber's going to look. She's got she's got to do research at least one episode. <laughs> Why didn't you research every single facet just in case we accidentally brought some? I mean, up? there is a movie called Black Butterfly. Okay, but does it have Well, these are connection? moths, not butterflies. Butterflies was, came from X-Files. 
No, I I think it was described butterflies. as butterflies quite often. I thought it was. Uh, he may have used them synonymously. Yeah. Or like maybe the characters didn't know, so they were just describing so, how they thought of them. And and take this with a grain of salt. Uh, supposedly the butterfly, black butterfly is symbolic of a person who has died away in various parts of South America and its appearance is taken as a sign that they are watching. Due to its aso- association with the unknown and the blank slate, it symbolizes the color black also signifies possibility. Okay, but like just, so then okay. you would just take the image of that and like try to make it scary rather yeah. than like if you wanted to play with that trope, then have like a black butterfly in a room when creepy things are happening or something. I don't know. In some way well, to make it seem like it's the spirit okay, okay, watching okay. rather than. So I, and I found just, just a second. Just a oh. second. In Mexico, the moth is called Mariposa de la Morte. That's what I was going to talk about. But you <laughs> and, 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 well, I was waiting for Sarah to stop for me to do it long enough. And, and I'm going to butcher this. Mick Popolotz. In Nahatl, uh, both meaning butterfly of death, which might be where the confusion as to whether it was a butterfly or a moth comes from. Right. Did I? Did anyway. I? <laughs> I steal all of that out of your mouth. Yes, yes, yes. That exact did it kill quote. People, that butterfly, or is that just no, a it, thing? It forebodes. Um, where is it? Now I can't find. It's it. what they call moths. They don't call moths moths. They call moths butterflies of death. It's. It says since Aztec times, it is thought that if the moth enters a home where someone is ill, the ailing person, the ailing person will pass. Okay, so again, it's more of a portent than like an aggressive factor. So just yeah, making it but, so that these butterflies yeah. are just always attacking people. It's just like, yes, it's yeah. like an episode in a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, particularly because like that symbolism i don't know that it came through because i was always confused by how the butterflies were acting or the moths or whatever they were supposed to be like there wasn't a consistency on who was seeing them and why they were seeing them and what it meant well i kind of got the impression there, they, got, they got closer to the um possession they saw them so the mother saw them as she got as she started to realize that the possession was in her house. The the um, older sister started to realize that what, what was happening was actually well, like the McDonald's people saw them. them. Yeah, that's why oh, I said yeah, it. I about that. Yeah, it just like the consistency wasn't clear. Yeah, there was. But no was it attacking? Was it foreboding? It, it is a thing so we shouldn't and then combining it with the crickets i'm like okay am i terrified of moths or am i terrified of crickets can we (laughs) neither one was particularly scary the way they're written either it's like oh it's just a giant grasshopper okay (laughs) it just sounds weird a grasshopper the size of a dog that's just like ew not (laughs) so yeah it, it i i don't know it's just like there were certain details that no, were do not hard. get distracted. <laughs> that were hard to like hold on to and feel like it was stylized to an, a particular thing because I don't feel like the author was committed to what he stylized them for. Mm-mm. Not at all. So, so I think style was a failure for me. Thinking about that detail, I, I think style was a failure. Mm-hmm. So I give style 
a three. I don't know that it hurt me, but it was not great. Kim. Um, yeah, I'll go with three also. Sarah. I mean, that feels generous, but at the same time, like you said, Amberly, it didn't hurt me. So I guess I'll give it a three. Begrudgingly, okay. but gotta pay the chart. <laughs> so, Sarah, this is your lowest ranked book at 27.5. Because we haven't done Harrow with this categories. <laughs> I feel like you might have given Harrow better markings than this. Kim, it is not your lowest ranking book. It actually is probably about mid-ground at 44 points. Wait, how many points was mine? 27.5. Okay, cool. And I liked it just a little bit more than Kim at 47. Well, that's vaguely consistent with our ratings. Yeah. And so the total of it is 118.5. Not our lowest, but on the lower end. The Watchers we liked more. Yes, I definitely like The Watchers more than this. I mean, that oh. one was more creative. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Unrelated, but related. I started a new book today that's called The September House. And what is great about it is this woman is like, I moved into my dream home. She's like, but then the blood happens every September. The walls start bleeding. The first two Septembers, it wasn't too bad. The third September, it really got to my husband. The fourth September, he disappeared. But I can't complain because Federica has been dealing with it for a hundred Septembers. <laughs> it is like, 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 it's like addressing the ghosts of the house, like, like, they're just there like it's not the key thing and i'm like what is the problem i need to know like if the weird creepy children and the bleeding walls are the chill moment what is gonna take this woman over the edge <laughs> so i just that had to share random. that yeah i know you. i was thinking about like what horror books i've read this this halloween season that i've enjoyed and i really enjoyed the september house and then i just got done reading caitlin starling's latinino's book and it was good that was good um are we considering like, uh this gilded abyss a scary book or a yeah horror film or horror book i just finished it yeah although rebecca reclassified it as not horror but like, I guess I we can't do it for October then. We're doing it for October. Such a it's pity. Kim's pick. It's Kim's pick. But it's not horror. Get on it, Sarah. <laughs> I don't read the book until I finish, you know, the, well, the you, discussion you, you, for you the first one, or else they're all going to get confused. You must start reading it now. Yeah, obviously. I think you might actually like it. Perhaps. She'll see. I don't know. I, I think know. she won't mind the writing. Don't I don't know about the relationship in it. Yeah, I, I well, there's one very long scene. Yeah. 
But she warns in the beginning what chapter to skip. So, like, Sarah can just skip that chapter. Yeah, because she says, Mom, skip this chapter. (laughs) So, Sarah, just skip the mom chapter. Meaning the chapter mom's supposed to skip. I mean, I could just skip multiple chapters. No. We'll see how things go. So, all right. That is our next discussion is going to be This Gilded Abyss by Rebecca Thorne. Uh, Our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sound. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Pile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile underscore banter. You can also support us on bookshop.org. Our link is available via our social media. You can email us at bookpilebanter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. 